What's up, everybody? Episode 6 of 50 Year Beers back today, Thursday. On today's episode, we will break down Thursday Night Football and NFC South matchup between the Carolina Panthers and the Atlanta Falcons. We'll talk that. We'll talk fantasy involved in that game as well. We'll give you a couple picks, maybe. Then we'll switch over to the Diamond, where the Los Angeles Dodgers were winners of the 2020 World Series. The 60-game sprint that Major League Baseball put on this season ended with the team in L.A. taking home the crown. Talk one major storyline that came out of Game 6, and it wasn't necessarily on the field. And then we'll even get into, obviously, Halloween Saturday night. So we'll get into what you should and shouldn't do this Halloween. Costumes, all that good stuff. Fifth-year beers rolls on right now. Welcome back, folks. Episode 6 of Fifth Year Beers. Last week, Sunday, we gave you a quick pick We gave you the Tennessee Titans money line from Moonlocks. And Pizza Katie, our special guest, dropped the Seattle minus 3.5 pick for you. Yeah, listen. Uh, we fucked up. Yes, indeed. Not great. Um, couple losers. We can't run from our losses. Moonlocks, you had the Tennessee Titans. What are your thoughts about them coming up short? Listen, man, I'm I'm still on the Tennessee Titans. It was a very close game, 27-24. They lost on the last minute uh, kick by Guskowski. Bad loss, but I'm, I'm moving forward. I did tweet at Derrick Henry, I, you know. I told him. I told you were, him what's you were up. that. You were that guy. You were yeah. tweeting at the players, dude. You, you have to. That's the. What am I gonna? What am I gonna like? Call him? What am I gonna meet him? Meet why up do, with him well, in Tennessee and fight him? You gotta. You, why do you gotta call him at all? I would just be like, dude, Derrick Henry. What, what does he think? What Moonlocks is tweeting at him? He's like, who the fuck is this? I kid? hope he sees it and he doesn't reply, but it just sticks in the back of his head. And next game he plays a little bit better. I know? sure. I'm sure you you're owning real estate in Derrick Henry's mind, but whatever. We gotta move on. They were both good games. I will say. You know, I mean, field goal decided them both but no excuses we got to get back on the horse so this week we are moving into thursday night football a nfc south divisional matchup between the carolina panthers and the atlanta falcons and i'm going to drive right into it i think neither of these defenses is good the falcons rank 31st against the pass they're much better against the rush top 10 they're ranked ninth and then the carolina panthers Defensively, they rank 17th against the pass and 20, 28th against the rush. So with those numbers factored in, I'm going over 51.5. I really like this number right here. The over in this game, Matt Ryan comes out ready to throw the football. Julio Jones, who didn't play in their first matchup in week five fully healthy ready to play calvin ridley todd Gurley, after coming off that embarrassing stunt he pulls and gives the lions a chance to come back and win last week in atlanta all those offensive guys are key for the falcons tonight and i also think teddy bridgewater man they they're still in the hunt gloves. The, the, teddy two gloves he's got a chance so what do you like in that game moon so you're leaning the over yeah uh, dude i can't take Either team money line or spread. You know the Falcons games, dude. We've seen too dude, many the of them. Falcons are such it's a no-bet. Dude, you see their owner walking off the field. Like, who? He walked off the field against the Lions last week. Like, he just got kicked out of the sandbox. They stole his ball and said, get out of here, kid. Beat it. Dude, it's like embarrassing. They're like, what team do you own? You're like, the Falcons. You're like, the Falcons. You just whisper it under your just breath. Just an emotional support group for, like, bad owners. <laughs> hi, it's like, hi, hi, I'm, I'm the owner hard. of the Falcons. It's like, it's okay. It's okay. But Come. so this week, uh, I mean, I've always, dude, I've I told you that the Falcons were on my no bet list, but 
I like this teaser. Falcons plus seven and a half, over 45. You buy six points each. And I don't think the Falcons lose by more than seven and a half points. Lock it up. Moon there locks. You, there you go. Moon locks, drop of the week. So you got a little teaser action. We got a rebound because obviously our poor performance over the weekend is not something we want to continue with. And like I mentioned, there's a lot of players in this, in this matchup tonight that have major fantasy impacts for some of your fantasy teams. Julio Jones, healthy. Calvin Ridley having his best season of his young career, playing a lot better under interim coach Raheem Morris. So I think it's going to be a great fantasy night. It's going to be a great fantasy night. And uh, I know some of these guys haven't performed in the past, like DJ Moore's had a little bit of a down year from his breakout season a year ago, but don't don't sell out on these guys. Moon, what were we talking about before? Dude, listen, I I was talking to my friends in my group chat earlier, and they were talking about our buddy who just impulsively trades players picks up uh, players off the waiver. They're just kids throwing temper tantrums in their room. It's like, these guys don't work for you, man. All right, relax yourself. Don't ship them off. And you know what makes it worse? This guy's a Bengals fan. And this guy literally picks up players because they're on the Bengals. Yeah. And it's so impulsive. And the Bengals suck. And, it, dude, listen, man. Like, it's a long season. You don't have to be impulsive. It's not It's it's not like one week you win it all. You can go 0-4 and then still win, you know? So, yeah, I mean, think about it. Realistically, fantasy playoffs start week 14 or so. So what are you going to trade a guy week 8 and then he's going to go off? Because you drafted him high, so you're going to sell him out week 8 because you think you're going to pick up some bum on the waiver wire who was working at Wawa last What's week. What's Just because he had a that- couple of touchdowns, a couple of catches in a game that he probably started because the regular guy was hurt. Don't be like this, man. Exactly. I know a lot of people this year are upset with the lack of production at a Saints wide receiver, Michael Thomas. He was hurt. Then he RKO'd someone in practice, apparently. <laughs> like, dude, I have a kid in my league that's one of my good friends. He's a little bit of a testy guy, but uh, he's ready to sell this guy off for a pack of Parliaments, a pack of <laughs> a pack of six dollars cigarettes. Come on, man. Where's the Where's the Joe Biden? You know, drop. Come on, man. Listen, they got value for a reason. You draft them high for a reason. Don't sell out so quick, it's man. Like have stock, some faith, dude. It's like a stock. Have some you faith. gotta buy it low. Hope even if it dips a little bit, just hold on. Hold for the long term. Tonight, if a guy that you have that's projected at a lot of points doesn't have those points, don't freak out. Don't don't trade him off. Don't start hitting your buddies up because next week he's putting up 30. And that's the worst feeling ever. You worst trade feeling. you trade somebody and then they go off. And, and then they, they beat just, you. They just rub it in your face and they say, suck on that. You know what I mean? Dude, worst feeling. So just hold on to your guys. Play the best you got. Have faith in your draft, man. You prepared for your draft. I know it's a long season, but you know, what I mean, these guys they go through slumps it's just like team, you and me. Man. Don't yeah. be the coach that runs it in the fourth quarter because you don't trust your quarterback. You know, <laughs> trust your team. Put your guys in. If you mess up this week, bounce back next week. Don't just start trading. Don't start picking up people on the waiver. Just don't be that fantasy guy. Don't be that guy. All right, that's going to wrap up our NFL segment of the program today. When we come back, we flip it over to the Baseball Diamond, where the Los Angeles Dodgers were crowned 2020 World Series champions. Woo. It was a <laughs> beast, 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 beast. And it was, it was a good series. The Rays fought hard, but they just didn't have the talent at the end of the day. A lot of people predicted that. So when we come back, but there was an interesting story, not just about baseball, coming out of Game 6. And we'll break that down on the other side of Fifth Year Beers. Welcome back, folks. Fifth Year Beers, Episode 6, rolling on here. Now we move over to the Diamond, where the Los Angeles Dodgers, World Series champs, the second championship for the city of Los Angeles. Everybody's going nuts out there. They're looting. They're going crazy. Kobe. Uh, 
Glory, glory. No, no, just kidding. Because nothing says winning a championship like a pair of Air Force Ones and a Vizio 55-inch television. But regardless, Dodgers win the first title for them in 32 years, dating back to 88. But, of course, it didn't come without drama. 3-1 game, they win. Tight ball game. Blake Snell was dealing for the Tampa Bay Rays. Kevin Cash in the analytics department tries to go Billy Bean on him, take him out after before he faces the third time through the order. Doesn't work out. Blows up in his face. Mookie bets. Big time hits for the Dodgers. But that wasn't really the big story that the Dodgers winning. You know what I mean, Moon? The big story was Justin Turner testing positive for Rona mid-game. This dude's got Rona mid-game. How does that happen? Well, first of all, this guy looks like Tormund from Game of Thrones. And who knows what he was doing? But it's just so weird that he was tested. It was inconclusive. And then mid-game, they decide, or the test decides that it's, he's positive. They call down, they request that Justin Turner gets taken out of the game mid-game. In mid-game. game six, they're about to win the World Series. And the whole problem with it is that he came back on the field uh, to celebrate with his team after they won. And they were saying, obviously, he was trying to take the proper precautions with the mask, but you saw him you know, yeah, hugging I mean, and celebrating. And Yeah, some of the pictures he has the mask around. His face, others around his chin. It's what, like, what are you what I do? have the issue with is that there's such a negative, like, oh, man, like you tested positive, you shouldn't have been out there. It's like, first of all, he tested positive. He was out there during the game. It's not like that time that he wasn't out there saved him. And second of all, it's the World Series. You put yourself in that position. You haven't ever won a world a world championship, and you're not going to go celebrate for the hour that most people don't ever get to Right, it's like it's like man, he dude, the guy was out there. He was away from his family. He played the sixty game season. It was all this chaos, and you're telling me you're not even not even like the World Series. He tests positive. He can't play in the game. No, he's in the game. He's in the lineup, and then. 15 minutes, I mean, half an hour goes by, and then all of a sudden, hey, Justin Turner, you know, I would have loved to have seen that intern they gave the job to going down there. Yo, go tell Dave Roberts he's got to take out his starting third baseman. He would have been like, who the fuck are you, man? It's still a World Series. You, you still earn that. The Dodgers played great this year. You can't take that away from him in the final minutes of, of the season. That's what you're saying. I agree with you. It's like you got to go out. You got to live your life. Like, how are you going to live your life in a shell in fear of this thing? Like, again, most of these guys are in great shape, fantastic shape, and they're probably not likely to come down with severe dude symptoms. Fall White from Walkers, it. bro. That guy's it's, fine. Yeah. <laughs> and then also, game six, I mean, we can't forget about how well uh, Blake Snell dealt. I mean,. He had a low pitch count, and yeah. what, what was it? The third, the third time through the lineup, and yeah, they decided they, to take him out. They take and him out. Analytics what, is fifth? like you know, take take him out after that. But I don't know, dude. It's game six. Kevin it's winner go home. It, I mean, he's definitely going in there and beating up his entire analytical analytics department, who's telling him down in the dugout, "Hey, time to take Snell out. He's going to face bets again." The third time through the order, what does Mookie do? Of course, he doubles down the line. Suck on that analytics. You know what I mean? That he, that's just baseball. And again, it's like Game Six. I know the numbers got you there, and you like to use your bullpen and weird spots and the opener. All that stuff was developed from the Rays. But at the end of the day, you're playing baseball. You got to get 27 outs. You got to go up and down through the order. You got to piece hits together, score runs. And at that point, I don't think a math major should be determining whether you're starting pitcher who's literally locked in. You can tell locked how, in, man. how he, pissed he had off ice he was. flowing through his veins. Yeah, he was cold blooded. And he was keeping the Rays in the game. The, the Dodgers had nothing off him, man. He gave up two nothing. hits. Are you kidding me? They put the new guy in, and 
Dodger said thank you. So I don't agree. Yeah, so I don't agree with that, but I do agree with uh, Turner coming back and enjoying the win with his boys. Because um, at that point, like you said, you already were around your teammates the entire game in the dugout. COVID didn't just pop up in the seventh inning. It's not like pulling a groin. And the season's it over, didn't just so happen. you can now address any... Yeah, any, like, go health. isolate. Everyone can go out and get tested, see if they need any any medical care which i don't believe it they just do. sucks that the the headliners took it away from and now the you're Dodgers. gonna suspend justin turner for the yeah. next season he didn't even know he didn't know so how how are you gonna suspend this guy how rob manfred you clown you absolute joke of a commissioner the biggest joke in all professional sports leader so-called leader guy looked like he was on a fifth of jack after the game when he was doing the post-game interview with these guys with Corey Seager, the MVP. This guy, he's an absolute joke of a commissioner, and he's going to now wield his power yet again and suspend Justin Turner for the next season. That's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Thanks, Turner, for showing the people that sometimes you got to live a little. Yeah, don't, don't live in game, fear. Great game, great series. Yourself. I I personally enjoyed it. You know, it felt like uh, I was there the whole, the whole season, you know, shortened season, but I, I enjoyed baseball. I'm, I'm going to miss it. I'm definitely going to miss it, certainly with just the games every single day. A lot of games, a lot of double headers. I think they got to bring that back. That's something I think the fans really enjoyed, seeing their team getting a couple double headers in there. You know what I mean? Maybe the players enjoy it more, too, because then you get guys who get more off days, and then, you know what I mean, you get some a chance to see some of the younger players in your farm system and stuff come up and, you know, maybe play the nightcap of a double header on a Saturday or something like that. I think baseball, for for all the crap I just talked about, Rob Manfred, they at least got it to the finish line when a lot of people doubted it. And that's all for the baseball segment of today's program. Baseball's back come March. The Yankees better sign DJ LeMayu back or the Bronx will burn. But for now, we got to look for football and fall and Halloween. And Halloween do's and don'ts is next on the agenda when fifth year players return. Welcome back on Fifth Year Beers Halloween Edition. This Halloween's not going to be like any other we've experienced in the past. So we're going to give you some do's and some don'ts for you to enjoy a safe and happy Halloween with your friends and family. Moon, what's your first do for this Halloween? Halloween do. Bring your younger brother or sister out trick-or-treating. Halloween don't. Drink a fifth of pop-off. Bring your other younger brother or sister out trick-or-treating. Lose them. Come home without them. Tell your parents that they left, and now they end up on a milk carton. Very good one. My Halloween do. Dress up. Dress up in your favorite costume, TV show character, anything, even a group costume. Those are always fun. Halloween don't. Don't dress up like a Nazi. Halloween do. Dress up like Scooby-Doo. Halloween don't. End up in the hospital dressed up like Scooby-Doo. Do. Enjoy some homemade hard apple cider. Don't. Drink a gallon of hard apple cider and get drunk and go out with your buddies and smash mailboxes all over the neighborhood, leading a trail right back to your car. All right, those are our tips for having a safe and happy Halloween with you and your friends. Don't be that guy. Don't be that dick that doesn't dress up because your ego's too big. All right, chuck the ego at the door. Dress up. Enjoy the party. If you're going to go out on mischief night, make sure you realize that blink and ring doorbell security cameras are like the two stocking stuffers that every middle class American person has in the country today. So you're not going to outrun them. So don't try. And just don't be an asshole. 
all right? Especially not to cops. They're out there. They're doing their job. Don't be another call that you have to go out to see you and your buddies in a Toyota Tundra smacking mailboxes because you can't hit a t-ball. All right, that's going to wrap up Fifth Year Beers Episode 6. Remember, Thursday Night Football is tonight. Make sure you get your picks in. Over 51 and a half is what we like. Aaron's got that teaser for you. Peace, peace, peace. All that and more. We might even drop some Sunday picks come Saturday or something, depending how the game goes tonight. But we need to bounce back. So, Fifth Year Beers Episode 6. Thank you for listening. We'll see you guys next week. All right, take care.